Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Are you ready to learn the keys to copywriting success? My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 20 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. My co-host Kate Sitars and I, along with the rest of the Filthy Rich Writer team, are sharing everything we've learned in our decades in the industry so that you can start and scale a successful copywriting business of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Um, As always, I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Kate Sitars. Hello, Kate. Hello, hello. Hello. And Kate and I have the pleasure of sitting down and chatting with a star CCA student and copywriter, uh, Amanda Neff. Hello, Amanda. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. The pleasure is entirely ours. So- (laughs) Um, one of the reasons that we wanted to to sit down and chat with you today, um, in addition to just the fact that you are a successful copywriter, and we love <laughs> telling those stories, um, but also has to do with the career that you transitioned out of, because we know that there are a lot of people in our community and also just in, not just in the CCA community, but in the broader community, listeners, viewers, uh, who are in that same career and considering tra- and transitioning out. So uh, <laughs> way to talk around the what topic, Nikki, that? without yes. actually yes. hanging on. <laughs> what is this career? Okay. What could yes. it be? We'll tell you next episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, and so that's, that's probably a great place to start. What is this career? What was this career? What could it be? Uh, I was a teacher um, for 11 years. I taught English in a public high school. Um, you know, I loved it since I was a kid. I wanted to be a teacher, went to school, immediately got a job, did all the things. I won teacher of the year. I Congratulations. I, thank you. I did all the things. And then as time went on, it just, I lost my luster. Um, and then COVID hit and I had a son. And I took a year off. And congratulations I, to that too, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I took a year off and then I went back and I just didn't have it in me anymore. I think if you're a teacher, you know it's rough, 
especially right now. I live in Florida where I feel like it's particularly rough. Um, and it's just been, I felt like for, you know, for 10 years, things just kind of got worse and worse and worse. And I was like, I need a change. Um, taking that year off to be with my son, I was like, oh my God, this is what life can be like when I don't have that teacher stress every moment of every day. Um, I, to try to supplement, I did uh, HSN, Home Shopping Network calls from home. I don't, I, it was not for me. <laughs> Nonstop stress again. Um, so anyway, I, when I did finally, I took the year off and then I went back. Um, that was fall of 2021. I went back and by October, like we go back in August, by October, I was miserable. I was crying to my husband. I'm like, I don't think I could do this anymore. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I, I can't just leave. We have to have, we can't on my husband's salary. It's, we can make it by, but it was tough. Um, so anyway, I went, you know, I'm on Facebook, whatever, whatever. And the magical algorithms heard that I was maybe not happy as a teacher. And it started throwing things at me. And one of the things that threw at me was filthy rich writer. I mean, I'm like, okay, let's see what this is. As an English teacher, obviously I have an interest in writing. Um, so I was like, eh, let's see. And I watched the first video, the little, uh, the, you know, watch this video and see what we're about. And I'm like, this, this looks like a thing I can do. Like, okay, yeah, I can write. Like that's, I do that every day. And um, so I talked to my husband and I'm like, it's an investment, but I really think this is something that I can see myself doing. Um, and he's like, just go for it. He's like, you know what? If it's something that, even if it doesn't pan out, it's something you can try. It's um, just honestly to give me hope <laughs> there is something else after. Um, so I signed up in, let's see, November, 2021, I signed up um, with the intention of, well, winter break, summer, I'll sit down and do the stuff. Um, so winter break came and went. I didn't, I was terrible. I didn't do it. <laughs> um, but I Not had terrible. You needed mm -hmm. to, <laughs> you needed to use that winter break to get some energy. Let's <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. That's right. Teachers. Don't you shame yourself for taking right. those breaks. You need them. Yes. Um, but yeah, but by January, I was like this, I cannot, this isn't going to work. So, uh, I had the plan of, well, you know what, I'm going to quit teaching at the end of the school year. I can substitute teach for the next year. Um, and while I'm doing that, I can work through the courses and build my portfolio and everything like that. And that is, basically how it went. Um, I poured into the courses and I loved them. I'm like, this is fun. I have homework that I'm doing. And I loved going on the Facebook and posting my stuff and being like, tell me what you think. And then going on other people's things. And even though I was brand new being like, this is my opinion. Um, <laughs> because I mean, the thing with copywriting is that everyone is an audience. So everyone has an opinion. So even if I don't have years and years of experience as a copywriter, I can say, if I saw this ad, here's how I would feel about it. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so it was great practice and, and it's a great community. Um, by, uh, just, so I quit in June of 2022 by December, 
December 20th, I wrote down, is when I launched my website because I had started applying to things. Um, I, I knew for who I am as a person that freelance was scary. I don't, I'm not, and every, you guys talk about that a lot in all of your things. And I didn't feel like I was going to be self-motivated enough. I wanted to at least dip my toe in with a safety net. So I started applying for jobs with companies thinking, well, then I'd have a, you know, a big support system. It's not just me. Um, and every single application was like, please link your portfolio, please. And I'm like, oh no, I gotta get that going. <laughs> um, luckily thanks to, uh, CCA, I had all of those spec ads that I was able to put in there. Um, there was a local, uh, game board shop. I like board games. I'm a nerd. Um, and I helped <laughs> and I helped them with a few like flyers and things like that. So I had that on my portfolio as well. Um, and yeah, I, I went through, I followed all, I think I watched that video on like building your portfolio and stuff like 800 times, <laughs> but I finally got that up and running. And once I did that, I was finally starting to hear back from people. Finally, in the beginning of this year, um, I started to get people, um, interviewing me for things. So the first job I landed, um, was April of this year, April 1st, I believe I started. And it was with a, um, vacation company. It's called in cruises. Um, so they work exclusively with cruises, obviously. Um, and the pay was, was not as good as I was as a teacher, but the job was it was seriously part-time work for full-time pay. Um, because well, first off my job was to, they would tell me locations and hotels and activities. I would research them and write social media posts about them. It was amazing. I would spend an afternoon researching what it's like to ride a camel in Egypt and then write about it. And it was I didn't feel like I was working at all. It was just so much fun. Um, and so I'd get, you know, a few of those every day and I would just check them off my list. It was beautiful. I, I adored it. I was so happy. I'm like, this is, how is this a job? This isn't a job. <laughs> this is a hobby. Um, but I was in fact getting paid for it. And I could have stayed probably in that job. I kept telling them, like, I'm so happy. Blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> I also had applied for another job um, at a company, I had applied it around the same time, but they had a delay in their hiring process. Um, and it's a job where my a friend of mine was working, and it was for um, a vocational, an online, well, not all online. It's a vocational company, vocational school company. Um, they needed a content specialist, and the pay was almost double. So when that came up. I had to have a big talk with my husband. I'm like, I really love writing about fun locations, but also I could take the fun vacations if we have the job that pays twice as much. And I think that might be a better idea. Um, so I was only with in cruises for a month. Um, but I, I was proud of myself because I got them like two months worth of stuff set up. So I knew they would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and we parted on good terms. Uh, they understood. Uh, and then I started with my current job. So I am now, my official title is content specialist, um, which by the way, side note, those of you who are looking for jobs, you might not always find copywriter in the, like as the job title, keep that in mind because as you guys discuss many times, people don't really know what copywriting is. <laughs> um, so my official title is content specialist, but I write copy. That's what I do. I write emails. I do, you know, social media. I do flyers. Um, so I, I write copy. Um, and I love it. Um, it's going from teaching. I will tell you this, teachers who adjust, and you should. Um, when you're a teacher, you are on like for nine hours at least of the day, nonstop, you have something to do. You have a list of things to do. You are go, 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 go. Coming into this job where I have downtime and where if I get something done and give it to, every time I get something done and give it to someone, they're like, that was so quick. How did you get that? You got that done so fast. We're not even ready for it yet. And I'm like, oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's just a different pace. Um, and it's, you have to adjust. Cause at first I was filled. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like I have, I felt guilty if I would like binge a show while I was waiting for something to happen, but that's just, it's, it's a step down. I, I frequently tell people, I'm like, my new job pays double what I was making as a teacher and I do a 10th of the work because it's, it's the truth. And it's not that I don't do good work. It's not that I'm not fulfilling a service. I am so far. Everyone's been very happy with my work. Um, it's just a very different ball game, um, than teaching was. So if, if I, all my friends who are in teaching, I'm like, listen, just try copyright. Like, just try, you can look at my course and do watch a video, just watch a video because it's just, it's so different and it's so much less stress, um, to not have it. I, obviously I have a heart for teachers, um, and everything, but I've, I've become so pessimistic that it's like, protect yourselves, get out while you can. (laughs) That sounds terrible, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, and I do believe teachers in particular have a skill set that makes them great copywriters because everything that we do is selling to our kids. We have to find every day how to word things to make from, in my life, teenagers excited about, you know, Shakespeare or whatever it is. (laughs) So if you can find a way to make a kid think algebra is cool, you can probably copyright for any kind of business. So, yeah. Um, And we draft emails all the time. We write to parents. We write to, um, you know, other faculty members. Like it's, you already have the skill set. It's just tweaking it to match. Um your new goals, the new things that you're trying to make. Um, so I, yeah, I very much encourage teachers to give it a try. Um, 
you'll be shocked at how naturally your skill set matches that of a copywriter. Um, and yeah, and it it worked. I'm I'm living proof. <laughs> it's insane, but it here here I am. <laughs> And especially for those watching, I feel like the beginning of your story, thank, thank you for sharing it all, because I think you could see that the stress, like reliving that stress is, it's very real. So if, if you're watching, I feel like you can kind of see, I mean, this body language just change over <laughs> the course of that entire story, which is beautiful. She's very yeah. happy right now. <laughs> I, am. I am. I'm so thankful um, to you guys, to the, to the program, because um, and I will tell you, I still go back to it sometimes when I need a refresher. I'm like, how I need to, what's, what am I doing with my headlines? What am I doing with, you know, and just for refreshers on things. And it's nice that that's always there um, to have. And I use the Facebook group at mostly to vent, <laughs> but it's there. Better to vent with people who know what you're going through than yes. venting to your clients. Yeah. Or like some people do on LinkedIn, which is not the place to vent. Yeah. It's not the place. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's pretty much my journey. Um yeah. <laughs> I know we have more burning questions, but really the hard-hitting question is what is your favorite board game? Oh, Ooh. oh god. That's okay. Um currently, and yes, it changes often. My favorite board game is called Lost Ruins of Arnak, which I'm if you are you have to be a, a more modern board gamer um okay. because it's 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 great. It's fun. It's intended. Good to know. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> We're not sponsored by them, but maybe we should no. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, if we get any of that going. Yeah. Sign, <laughs> sign me up for games. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a big deal to transition a career, especially one that you were in for 11 years that I, I mean, I think a lot of people get into teaching because they feel called to get into teaching. So so stepping away from that is, is a big deal. Um what were what were some of the emotions? I mean, we've already talked about how stressed you were with with teaching, but as you kind of explored getting into something new, what were some of the emotions that you were that you were feeling? Do you remember? Yeah, because um, it's it, like you said, it's it's a huge thing to walk away from. I had invested. I mean, my degree is in it, so four years of college. Um, as a teacher, you know, you literally invest money every year into the things that you've built. I built, <laughs> I built, um, I also worked with the drama department. Um, I was co-sponsor for everything. So I had built a huge group of kids through that. Um, everything that you, I had worked toward, um, you know, I had leaving my classroom, I had bins of books. And all of these things that I had accumulated over the years that had built my home in the classroom. And it was hard. It, it was a punch to the gut to try to wrap my head around the idea that this is, and it's terrifying. Um, but yeah, to, to wrap my head around the idea that this thing that I had worked toward, that I had invested my time, energy, and mental stability uh, into for so long um, to walk away from it is huge. Um, and I felt it. I felt the gravity of it. Um, but I also knew that it was 
making me ill to be there. Like it was not. And also as a teacher, you want to be the best version of yourself for the kids. And I had felt in recent years that I wasn't being that anymore. Um, I always was described as enthusiastic and, you know, peppy. Um, you talked about my body language. My kids would compare me to a cartoon character. Um, and it towards the end, I just didn't have that same spirit. So it was a disservice to them and a disservice to myself. Um, I wanted to be able to be there more for my son. I wanted to be able to be there more for my husband. And so I had to weigh all of that. It was absolutely a hard decision. I felt like I was letting students down, that I was letting my coworkers down, um, walking away from this team, this family that we had built. Um, but I also knew that if I really wanted to, I could still be a part of their community. Um, and having the flexibility of a job like copywriting means that I could, and I still do. I, I help out with their um, plays and I, you know, go to their different things. And, and I am able to do that as a thing that I enjoy rather than as a thing that I have to do. Um, because it's my livelihood. I was very lucky that, you know, my husband made enough that I could have a little bit of transition. Um, obviously I was subbing. Um, so I was getting some income and it's very, I will say the course as a teacher, it was too much to do the courses and really absorb it while I was teaching. I felt, but to do something like subbing or something smaller while I did the courses or on your summer break, totally doable. Um, it, it was too much for me <laughs> to do it. I'm like, I can't get into a copywriting mindset when I have to do all this other stuff. Um, but the courses were able to, I can do that while also maintaining, you know, an income. Um, it was, yeah, it was a big adjustment and it was painful. There were a lot of tears. Um, and I still have, I, it's funny because when I officially quit, I posted a video on my Facebook that talked about it and said, you know, I just can't do it anymore, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, you know, I'd get at least some students who were like, oh my God, this is crazy, blah, blah, blah. And almost every single one of my former students who I had on Facebook was like, I'm so happy for you. This is so much better for you and you deserve this and blah, blah, blah. And, and so it definitely, I think people get it. Um, teachers are warriors and I, I salute you for staying in it, but you also can have a life outside of it. It's not impossible. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah. Mm -hmm. And even though when I was a kid, I always thought I could never be a writer because who gets to write for their life? Like you write JK Rowling got to, but like not everyone. Um, it's like one of those acting dreams. It's like only a few people make it, but that's not the truth because you can be a writer literally everywhere we look, there are words. Someone wrote those words. Um, so yeah, it was, it's really fun, um, realization that you can, this is a real career that you can do. 
and people want to pay you for it. People don't like writing. Yeah. It, that's surprising to me how many people are like, I need words for this, please. And I'm like, sure, I can do that in an afternoon. And they're like, thank you. I know word. So it's, it's lovely. Um, and people thank me for my work. Teachers, you know, <laughs> if you're a teacher and you're listening to this, people thank me when I give them my stuff. They're like, this is amazing. Thank you. You don't get that as a teacher. <laughs> We're doing the thing as a copywriter. You're doing the thing that businesses don't have the time or energy or confidence to do for themselves and you're doing it. And so they're very thankful. They're, oh, this is amazing. This is so helpful. As a teacher, you are also doing a thing that is very helpful <laughs> and no one wants to do, but no one thanks you. So other than that one week in May, um, but this, everything that I turn in, I get everyone so thankful and it's, it's refreshing <laughs> to say the least. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So now I'm noticing it, Kate, like when I was teaching, I was so sad. Mm. Well, so mm. we appreciate you sharing it all because it's <laughs> you're it's, like yeah. oh yeah yeah Those memories yeah. are strong yeah 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 so I it's hard to it's hard to walk away I it's hard to make the commitment to make to accept that oh my god all these things that I invested in what am I going to do with them mostly I gave away my stuff to other teachers um but yeah it's it's worth it in the end you take with you what what you've learned and you are going to apply it somewhere else. Um, also the whole having a degree in general is usually enough for a lot of, uh, things. I think I've had in both, actually both of my interviews, they were, they mentioned, Oh, an English teacher. Good. Um, because grammar, no one, no one is confident in their grammar skills. Um, so they're just thrilled that they won't have to read something that is, in, you know, intelligible. Like they are, a, they're excited about the fact that I was an English teacher because they don't have to worry about the grammar checking. Um, so just throwing that out there as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know, with, with all of this and, and making the transition out, it's, it's, it is, it's hard certainly, but it also doesn't negate all of the good that you've done during those years, right? All of the kids that you, that you reached and you helped learn to, if not love the English language, at least appreciate better and, and wield it better, you know, not changing out of a career certainly doesn't, doesn't negate that by any means. And I think that's very evident by the students who were so happy for you to move into a new career. I think that's fantastic. On top of the fact that you, to your earlier point, I think we all can think back to teachers that we had that really shouldn't have still been there, you know, who, who kind of ruined a subject for us because they were just so clearly unhappy. You know, it's it, teaching is a, it is a, it is a wonderful, uh, wonderful career and it is it's so necessary. And, but at the same time too, it is grossly underfunded and incredibly difficult and Thank you to every teacher who has put in the time, but it also, it just may not be realistic to expect that it is a, a lifelong career. You know, if it's, if it's the kind of career where, where it, it, 
seems like now it kind of inevitably burns people out. It's important that people know that they they can leave and that there are other options for them out there. So I want to thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. And showing your students that too, because mm-hmm. that's cool that, you know, for all your students that follow you on Facebook to see that transition that they don't, I think we're still in that phase where I think we're getting away from it now, but certainly growing up, it was like our parents often had, my dad had one job his entire, you know, at the same company. And I think getting out of that mindset is still a challenge for a lot of folks. So what a cool thing to demonstrate to your students too, of, Hey, you can, you can reinvent yourself as many times as you want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I remember, um, because I was so sad, I was in doing therapy. Hello, mental health month. Um, and I remember my therapist, like I was talking about it and I'm like, I feel like I'm failing. Like I'm walking away from all this stuff. And, and she looked at me and she's like, you had a successful career. 11 years is nothing to snuff at. You did it right. You, you touched, touched a lot of lives. Um, and now it's time for you to basically retire from that and start a new career. It's not you failed at being a teacher and you became something else. It's you did it. It was wonderful. And it was time to move on. So it's not failing and starting over. It's saying, I'm done with this now. Thank you. And move on to the next thing. Um, And yeah, I agree with you, Kate. That is changing that mindset of this is what I am for the rest of my life into no you're you can try other things and you have other skills and as you grow you're going to change as a person and realize that hey this life that I had worked toward was great but it doesn't work anymore and it's time for something new and there are a lot of opportunities out there that can help you to get there so yeah, I'm, I'm very, um, I've m- definitely made peace with it. Um, people ask me all the time, do you miss teaching? And I'm like, I miss parts. I miss feelings, but I feel like I can also get that still by volunteering. I, my work now lets us do a day of volunteering, um, that is paid so it's the volunteer day. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And I was like, can I go back to my school and help out? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. So I will be going in a couple of weeks. I will be going back and helping out at my school and seeing my kids again and um, hopefully making a difference. Because I know what it would be like to have a, a fully trained teacher that is volunteering their time. Um, so I can do things like that and also still have a calm, relaxing, fulfilling life and career. So. Yeah. Well, and, and speaking of of calm, relaxing, fulfilling life, how has how has this career change impacted the time that you spend with your son? Oh, uh, immensely. Um, because For anyone not watching, her eyes just lit up. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> I will also say I've never been an early bird my whole life. And so getting up, because as a high school teacher, I was at work by 6 a.m. Um, yeah. I'm not <laughs> and an now, yeah. <laughs> now my son and I can sleep until he wakes up, which is usually like seven, but that's still, that's a lot okay. more sleep. Um, but yeah, I get to, I get to be with him in the morning. I get to, I'm doubly blessed that I, my, both his grandmas are retired, so we don't, have to do with daycare. We just bring them, bring him there. Um, 
there are days where neither of them are available and he stays home with me. And I am not as productive as I am when he's not there, but I still am able to get a good amount done because he can, you know, be over there playing with his blocks and I can be at my computer um, typing away and I can bring my laptop to the park and I can, you know, I bring it to his gym class. And even though their Wi-Fi is very spotty, (laughs) I can get things done um, (laughs) while still getting to spend time with him. Um, And it's a beautiful thing because before, as uh, you know, when I was teaching, I would come home. And even though as a teacher, I got off earlier, so I would be home with him by, well, depending on how much work I was doing, three or four. And I'd have the rest of the day, but I was so tired and like numb (laughs) from the day and also having to work usually that I wasn't really there. But now I can be very present with him um, and have the energy and attention span to give him what he deserves. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been night and day in terms of being able to spend time with my son, which is wonderful. <laughs> it is wonderful. Uh, well, Amanda, this has been fantastic. Um and really the the only question I have for you is is if someone is listening and maybe they're a teacher and they're just maybe they're starting to starting to feel that burnout or maybe they're already right there in it um and they're they're kind of interested in copywriting what would be what would be your advice for them um my advice would be as a teacher I am telling you that you have the skills that companies want because you're dedicated and you're reliable and you probably can put sentences together that don't have punctuation errors. (laughs) You are a cornucopia of good worker skills. So you are hireable. You just have to believe in yourself enough to put together a resume, to do some training like with CCA um, and yeah, put it in there. Cause you have, even though you feel like you're a teacher, you've only been a teacher. What could you possibly know about et cetera, et cetera. You have the skills um, that people are looking for. And so my advice would be to think about it, to make a plan of attack so that you're using your time off, you know, your breaks to try to uh, get ready for something new. Um, and then make the, make the jump, you know, you can start to apply for things even when you're still working. Um, you can, you can find things. And if you're braver than I am, (laughs) or just in a different mindset than I am and go the freelance route, you can do that while you're teaching. There's no reason why you can't. so I, I know it's hard. I know your heart's in it. I know you want to do the right thing. Um, I know you feel like you owe it to your kids and I get that. Um, but you also owe it to yourself to find something that's fulfilling. And I think for me, it's been a complete life changer. So if you've been considering it, really seek it out. I think it'll make you happy. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, Amanda, this has been amazing. Um, 
but then also if someone is listening and they're like, Hey, I want to take a look at her portfolio. Maybe I can be the the person to convince her to do some freelancing for me. Um, how can people find you? Um, uh, my portfolio is, uh, oh, my website is, uh, clearclevercopy.com. <laughs> I love it. And we will link to it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's very it. good, but <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And it's funny when I was getting ready for this, I know you in your, uh, in the courses, it says, make sure you keep up with it and you update it every time you have a new project. I'm like, I haven't updated it. Yeah. You want to know a secret? Yeah. Every student who comes on, <laughs> on here says that. Every student. And then we tell We're you. We're terrible students. Go live. We, we'll give you a deadline exactly. after this, after we stop recording. We will tell <laughs> you when it's going live. student. Yeah. Yes. Genuinely. Yeah. I love it though. Isn't it great? You get busy, you start working. Mm-hmm. And, and then it's, there you are. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is exactly what you said in the module. So it is. Yeah. I but, don't want to say I told you so, but <laughs> you, did. you literally did. You but literally, actually, literally did. <laughs> Oh, well, Amanda, this was so much fun. And uh, I'm I'm really sitting here listening to you speak and thinking, I cannot wait to share this with the community because I think so many people are going to resonate with your story and be inspired by it. And I, I can't wait to get this out there. So thank you for sitting down with us today. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And so with that, we will catch you all in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Like what you heard? Subscribe to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast so you never miss any copywriting tips, tools, or tactics. And if you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at freecopywritingtraining.com. We'll catch you in the next episode.